0: not content with your content you've come to the right place the discontent show with joe kuzma every brand starts with a story here's how you can grow your business by sharing it now with today's topic the host of the discontent show joe kuzma Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Discontent Show. My name is Joe Kuzma, and I'm back with some more tips and tricks to help you with your content marketing. Just recently, I was speaking with a client about getting on Instagram and how that may be beneficial to them. Now, everyone knows my love and hate with Instagram, but there's no mistaking that it hits a younger demographic. And when you post something to Instagram, it has a longer shelf life than it may if you were on Facebook or Twitter also don't mistake the opportunity for paid marketing and advertising on Instagram as well because Facebook owns Instagram and you could tie the two the to- together within the same ad campaigns so there's definitely a lot of benefits to being on Instagram but you have to remember that first and foremost Instagram is a photograph and a picture platform so if you don't have anything that's really photogenic or eye-catching it's going to be a little tough a little bit of an uphill battle for you there but if you do and you have stuff that kind of lends itself to there uh, to an Instagram platform it easily translates over to Facebook and Twitter as well so um, Let's get started. What do you need to do to actually get started on Instagram? And it's one of these things where when I started explaining this, I was like, wow, this would actually be a great episode. Because most folks aren't aware that Instagram, you know, it was born and bred as a smartphone app. That means you're going to have to use it on your iPhone or your Android phone in order to get the most advantage out of it. Now, that's not to say there aren't some things you can do on the web through a traditional computer or a web browser. But even creating an account, it is very limited And I don't even believe in the case of uh, most of you that are out there, you're probably going to want to convert this over and be an Instagram business account. Which the link, you know, as of this recording right now, I was just doing this, you can't even find a link for it if you're using it from a traditional personal computer like a Mac, like a desktop computer, Windows, whatever it may be. It's just not going to work that way, so you're going to have to go and get the app, and more than likely for your phone, even on the tablets, uh, you know, Instagram kind of works a little wonky there, so... When you get on, uh, well, first thing you got to do is obviously download the app. So you're going to have to search for it in whichever store, be it the you know the Apple App Store or you, the Google Play Store. You go on, you get it. It's installed on your phone. You're going to want to you know tap on it. And then if you don't already, and, and you can actually have more than one account signed in at the same time on Instagram if you weren't aware of this. But if you don't have one already, uh, you're, you're not going to be able to sign in. You're going to have to create a brand new account. So, of course, when you do that and you're trying to do a business account, Don't use your personal email address unless you have nothing else because you may need that personal email address. If you've heard one of my previous podcasts on keeping your personal and professional lives separate, this is part of that. So try to use a business email or create a business email if you don't already have one. If you go to use a personal Facebook account, it's going to try and suck in just the personal Facebook details. Now, there is a way once you turn this into a business Instagram account to link it with your Facebook Business page if you already have one. Uh, That's a little bit down the road here, but this is something where when you first sign up and you're putting in this information, you're also going to want to have a recognizable username. This is consistent branding, of course. If somebody's looking for you under, let's say, I don't know, Joe's painting, for example, uh, even my own self, I have uh, Joe, I think I have Joe underscore Kuzma just to be consistent with my Twitter platform as well, or at least my name. Believe it or not, my name is actually more. Popular than even I realize, so it's something that you do want to look at. You're probably not going to be able to get the same username across all platforms because if you if you're just starting. You may have a better shot at this because you can line everything up, so to speak. You can see what's available across the everything if you're trying to do Facebook and Twitter and Instagram or anything else, even Pinterest, and try and get that same uh, – what I mean by username is is when you go to like – it's not only the name you see on the account because you could always have kind of – this is your, like your handle, like your at, but it also shows up like when you're doing like Instagram.com slash, let's say, Joe Kuzma, for example. So – you want to get something that is recognizable at the very least awesome if you can get consistent. But like I said, if you're doing this and you've already had like a Facebook page for like five years, Believe it or not, even in my case, I didn't realize how many Joe Kuzma's were out there. Uh, But yeah, I was able to get at least Joe underscore Kuzma, which was the same as my Twitter. And, you know, even my Facebook page isn't necessarily Joe Kuzma because I have a personal profile too, and it's private. I keep that private and professional lives kind of separate, but I have discontent with Joe Kuzma. So people know that it belongs to this particular podcast, this this series, and also my overall marketing efforts. So you want to keep that kind of consistent when you do that too you're going to update your profile you're going to put in some information so people know it's you if you have a physical business location you want to make sure it says it's the same city and state So people know that it isn't like Joe's painting. Uh, Okay, well this is Joe's painting, I'm looking for Joe's painting in New York, but here it shows up and this is Joe's painting in Wisconsin. So you're gonna wanna make sure that they're able to recognize you in that way as well. You're also able to put in about 150 characters for a bio and you wanna put in some keywords there as best as you can but you want it to at least be human readable that is, it needs to make sense, not just for Google or whatever search engines that it might pick up on, but also for this, that casual person that's just floating around the interwebs and is looking for you. So you want it to at least make sense. And of course, I kind of mentioned this already, but as far as a profile picture, some people like I don't understand this necessarily, but they'll show a picture of like let's say their storefront, and you may have a sign on the on on your building or something like that. But when it's really zoomed out, and even worse, if you're taking a shot and it uh, you know a photograph and it's of the parking lot and there's like some. Really ugly-looking cars or trucks in the parking lot. It's not the most sightly thing to see. But just think when you shrink that down to a very itty-bitty little kind of size, that that little circle that you see on Instagram, no one's going to recognize that. It's so tiny. And, I mean, I have 20-20 vision. I can't imagine some of the folks who are out there who must wear glasses for, you know, uh, just to correct some of their eyesight – how they would ever recognize your brand or business. So if you have a logo, you're gonna to want to use your logo. And this is kind of for this is kind of like a social media 101. This is the same principle that applies for Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. So make sure that you have the same thing there across all of your platforms because if you have a logo that's recognizable, then once again, you're gonna be recognized. That's what it's all about. And you want to make sure that people can find you and know it's you. On the other hand, here, as we continue to go along, you have to know what kind of fits in that you're going to start going into like your content now. Because once you have this set up, now you could go in, you can kind of tap on your name. Uh, it depends on what platform you're on here, but the, if you've ever heard of like the little hamburger menu or like the three lines, they're usually in a top corner or somewhere. However, it comes up on your particular smartphone, you could go into and then tap. It's usually at the bottom and it's settings. And you could go in, and I believe it's under – mine's already set up, so it says business, but there's usually a link that says convert it over to a business account, and you're going to want to do that. And you can also go through – as you go through each of these and you tap like on account, you could also link it and linked accounts and start linking it to uh, like all of your other business pages. There's a whole bunch on here, but the ones you're probably most concerned about are Facebook and Twitter. Then you can actually get into – where you're thinking about content. And, of course, Instagram being all photos, you kind of want to have a keen eye on certain things. Now, I I believe I have a blog post. It's from a while ago, sometime last year. It just talked about social media in general, making sure you're kind of framing a photograph the right way. But you could Google search some of this beginning photography and kind of framing things. What I mean by that is if I were showing you a picture of a coffee mug, I would want that coffee mug kind of centered. And if it were a little, like, off-centered, I guess that's okay. If I'm selling this coffee mug, I want it to look the most appealing. So I want the area to look clean and not cluttered. I don't want to see like if you have a restaurant seeing like a dirty fork or napkins or half-eaten plate or something in the way. You kind of clear the rest of the area and focus on just that particular object. Try to make sure nothing else is in the background that's kind of distracting or unsightly. And also kind of think about the lighting too. You can only correct so much when you go to actually post these photos and you go to kind of crop it, because you know most of these new smartphones, they take very high high resolution, high quality photos, so you're still gonna get something decent out of it, but you can't clean something up that already looks like garbage from the very beginning, so uh, what you put in, if you put something good in, you're gonna get something good, or maybe even great, out of it. If you put something that's like really bad in, there's not a whole lot you can really do with that, so keep that in mind. Um, as far as actually posting your photos, Very easy process, to be completely honest, if you're taking them with that same phone. You look across the bottom of Instagram, and there's a home key, and that's usually going to show you everybody that you're following. There's a search button to find people to follow. The one in the very center is kind of like a rounded square, and it has a plus symbol on it and that's how you add photos now if you continue going you hit the little heart it shows you everyone who's mentioned you or or liked your stuff and then to the far right it's going to be your own profile it's going to show you what your profile looks like and it's going to have your branding it's going to have your name and handle on it it's going to say what kind of category you belong in so mine says Joe Kuzma it says advertising slash marketing it also says a little bit about me Uh, there's a button there to edit your profile very easily it tells you how many posts and how many followers that you've had, and it also shows all the different pictures that you had. But if you long press on that, if you have multiple accounts, so let's say you have a personal account too, when you long press on that particular profile picture, It's gonna show you all the other accounts that you have there as well, but we're most interested in hitting on that plus sign because now you're gonna be able to add a new photo. You're gonna be able to actually pinch and squeeze within that square after you select the photo that you want. You could do multiple. There's all kinds of different options here and when you hit next, You could slide through, if you're familiar with this, they have what's called a filter, and it changes and kind of makes things a little fancy. It changes some of the colors, some of the saturation, some kind of almost like preset, almost Photoshop type things that you could do with pictures. You can go overboard with this, so I just, Word of caution, sometimes it doesn't matter if you, take, if you take a great photo or you take something that's interesting or something that's just going to get people excited, give them engagement uh, on your post anyways. But another thing you could also do too is if you end up getting out of some of this because you could adjust brightness and contrast and warmth, that saturation, color, fade, highlights, shadows, and and on and so forth. Um, if you go back to – let's see. I'm going to actually discard this and start a new draft. There's like a little button in the left that'll squeeze the photo entirely into the frame and then it's not entirely square and everything on Instagram's kind of a square. It's a little different. Facebook works well with squares, Twitter does not. But if you kinda, you know, pinch with put two fingers on your screen and you could either pinch, means squeezing your fingers closer together, or you can enlarge your fingers and take them a little further apart and that'll enlarge your photo so then this way, you could kind of get rid of some of that on anything that might be unsightly and kind of zoom in, so to speak, on whatever you're focusing on. And then, of course, when you get to the very tail end, you can write a caption. This could be as shorter as long as you would like. If you really want to put hashtags in the middle of it, I suggest that it's something that's relevant. So going back to painting, it's it could be, let's just say, Joe is hashtag painting this whatever. So you don't have to type painting again and put in the hashtag, but if every Every single thing you write in that sentence or paragraph is a hashtag, it's kind of distracting. Um, I had a client ask me about this because someone had told them well, 30 hashtags is a sweet spot. No one's going to read 30 hashtags and it just reminds me of typing in caps when you're on the internet where you're just shouting at people. If you have a few that are really relevant, space those out because what you're going to end up doing is, is if it doesn't really if that photo doesn't really fit the topic even if you have a business or a brand or whatever that may deal with 30 different things choose the best five maybe that fit that specific photo because what you're going to find is is people aren't going to follow you or you're going to lose followers because you're sharing content that isn't relevant to them and you're just shouting everything to the world so you clean up all of your photos you could also set a location you could if you've set this up to share or you or be connected or linked with other accounts you could also share to twitter or Facebook now. Since Twitter is a competitor to Facebook, all you're going to get on Twitter, unfortunately, is your caption with a link back to Instagram. There's not going to be any type of photo there. So it's not something that I necessarily recommend using. However, Instagram to Facebook is seamless. Your photo is going to be there. Your caption is going to be there. And it's going to look like you just naturally posted it to Facebook too. So this is going to save you time uh, as well with your content marketing if you do it in that specific manner. So um, that pretty much, you could also post to other accounts, I should say, if you have multiple accounts set up. That's something new that they've added within like the last month or two. So that's something you could uh, definitely look at if you want to share that same photo across multiple accounts. Who knows, maybe you are mixing something that's personal and professional at the same time. However, I prefer That now you can't like retweet on Instagram. There is a way to regram, but it's still not taking people back to your own profile. You kind of want to let people know that you exist on Instagram. So if you do have, you know, usually it's your personal network that you're trying to get uh, involved first. Because these are the people that you know. This is the network that you have already. That circle is family and friends typically you kind of want to either on facebook share that original post off of your page so you could get some juice off of that people could see that page is there and like that page as opposed to just naturally posting it as you you know i would be doing it as joe versus doing it as the discontent page or on the, for the sake of instagram if you do happen to share it onto your personal profile i would at least tag or make a mention with that little at symbol Uh, towards your handle so people know that it exists. You could tell people to follow you there. And there's so many other ways that you can do this too. Obviously, you could tell people on Facebook that you have an Instagram account now. Same if you have a Twitter following, email, of course, and even physically if you have a storefront, as I mentioned, it's just getting you. You could even print something on a piece of computer paper that has like an Instagram logo, and say follow us on Instagram and tell them how or what to search for. Just real simple instructions that are easy to remember. They may do it right then and there if they happen to be in line or waiting. It's got to be something that's real brief and just gets the point across so and then of course in order to try and grab other followers there's always the tried and true follow people because they may follow you that doesn't always work you always see that some people are doing something of this nature and then they unfollow you because they're just trying to build their follows so it could be a little unscrupulous so just be careful there but as long as you're doing the good social interactions there you're choosing the proper kind of hashtags so that people can find you on Instagram everything should fall into place. So if you have any other questions for me, as always, you can find me over at joekuzma.com. And as always with my listeners, I appreciate your support. Thank you for subscribing as always. And I encourage every single listener out there each and every time to be safe, be good, and I'll catch you later. Hi folks, this is Joe Kuzma. (laughs) No, don't worry, you're not hearing things twice. I'm just here to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening to today's show and being a follower and subscriber of the Discontent Podcast. And I want to remind you that if you're interested in more information about all the various things it is that I do, whether it be about this show, content marketing, or you want to ask a question, you may visit me at joekuzma.com. That's J-O-E-K-U-Z-M-A dot com. Or you can follow me as well on Facebook. Make sure you get the page and not the personal profile. Sorry, it's only for friends and family. Also on Twitter at Joe underscore Kuzma, LinkedIn or Instagram. Also, don't forget, if you haven't already, subscribe, whether that be on iTunes, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider so you don't miss out on any of the great episodes that we have. Once again, thank you again for your support. And I look forward, as always, to speaking and interacting with each of you again soon.